We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everyone. It's Dr. A. Steve Alexander. It is Thursday, January 11th. This is the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I'm Doc. He's Rick. Uh, we got a lot to talk, lot to talk about today, including Victor Wembanyama's first triple double. Let's do this. What's up, basketball world? It's your boys, Rick Hamla and Steve Alexander, aka. Uh, Dr. A, a.k.a. the Fantasy Freak. We're the OGs, and we're about to tell you about Victor's first triple-double, and I'll give you an ironic spin on it. But, Doc, the floor is yours here to start the show. Well, first of all, Rick, uh, it's good to see you again. This is our 14th show, I think we figured out. Uh, who who would have thunk this would ever happen, but it did, and I love it. Um, Mark Schwarz was my guest a couple Tuesdays ago. Um you and I talked about Jalen Johnson last week. I attributed one of my guests somewhere along the line saying, I don't really care about Jalen Johnson very much. Uh, Mark let me know that that was not him. And it's my fault for not double checking that. Uh, Mark Schwarz loves Jalen Johnson. As I said at the time, Schwarz knows his fantasy hoops, man. He He's on top of it. So that was a rookie uh, reporting mistake by me. Taking it as a learning experience. Mark, I'm sorry. And uh, let's move on, Rick. Let's talk about Victor Wembanyama's first triple-double. Yeah, so the ironic spin on that, Doc, was uh, no goodies. He had 16 points. He had 12 rebounds. He had 10 assists. Um, six of 16 shooting, so that's a bit of a disappointment. No blocks, no steals, no threes. Um, that's not a Wemby game. So, okay, you want to do this triple-double thing. And going back to the Scoot Henderson game when he was playing in France, going back to the Summer League, going back all year and all the Wemby I've watched, he is a really good passer. He does no looks. He does behind the backs. He does, like, wrap around the big to another guy cutting on the baseline. Like, he's got um, great handles, really good vision, and and that talent and that it factor to pull off those plays, man. And so it's an exciting aspect of his game, Doc A. Um, and I think, you know, ultimately we're looking at a 20-10 and 5 guy, right? With the blocks, with the steals, with the threes. But it was ironic, right? It's like you're opening up a, a pack of baseball cards or basketball mm-hmm. cards, and you see the, you know, the the first guy through the the cellophane or whatever is, I don't know, Anthony Davis. Okay, cool. I got I got Anthony. I know I'm at least getting Anthony Davis in this pack, and you open it up and you're like, that was it. I just got Anthony Davis. It was a bunch of uh, comments from there. Um, that's what I felt like with this uh, with this Wemby game here. And good for the Spurs. They waylaid the Pistons. But this was an ironic triple-double by Wemby, Doc. Dude, it's funny. You said it's like opening up a, a pack of basketball cards and only getting one good one. Well, I have a better example than that even because my buddy and I, John, John Utterback, play golf in this tournament every year. And it's it's for charity, and they try to do the nice, the right thing, and nice thing. And they they give us a bag of goodies, and this bag of goodies has like a little Tootsie Roll in it, maybe a Starburst, a pack of golf tees, three crappy golf balls, a bottle of water, but there's also two drink tickets in there, right? Like you get two free beers. 
So last year we're walking in it and uh, my buddy passes me, he goes, man, is there anything good in that bag this year? I'm like, a bunch of BS and a couple of drink tickets. That's sort of what, <laughs> that's sort of what William McGavish yesterday. Sorry that took so long. But, yeah, I, I'm not mad at him. I mean, he blocks shots almost every time he plays. Um, and I, I, I'm losing blocks in 30 deep right now. Like, I needed Wimby to block some shots yesterday. It, it's weird. I was like, oh, he got a triple-double. That's awesome. Oh, he didn't get a block or a steal. That sucks. So, yeah, it is It is a uh, bunch of BS and a couple of drink tickets. I think uh, I, I like that story right there. I, I think Popovich um, is just – I'm, I'm not in a good way with Greg Popovich right now. The minutes restriction on Wemby's annoying. Um, and it's more about uh, tanking than it is about load management. And they're, we have to protect the player, blah, 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 all this sanctimonious bull crap. It, they're, they're tanking, okay? They did it last year. They're doing it again this year. And the load management on Victor tells me that the shutdown is probably coming, even though it doesn't need to come, right? He needs the development. The Spurs lose every game anyway, so um, it's going to piss me off. And, and, and so this is sort of a soft launch of the late season rant here, Doc. But um, Keldon Johnson, are you happy with the lack of deployment of Keldon Johnson? He's coming off the bench behind Champagny, okay? What is this? This this is a, a bullcrap rotation. This is a, eh, the less we play Keldon, the less chance we have to win games um, decision. I just don't like it. He's down four minutes a game, Doc, from 33 as a starter to 29 as a reserve. He's scoring like one more point per game as a reserve, but his rebounds are down. His assists are down. His efficiency is down. It's not a good move for him. Um, and he might get traded here in advance of the deadline, Doc, but I don't know. I, I'm not – I think Greg Popovich is literally like throwing crap against the wall every night, knowing he's going to lose, and I, I just don't like it. There's no – like, your team sucks. Your team is young. They don't know how to win yet. You're going to lose the game anyway, and so now we've got all these machinations to guarantee that we lose. I'm just not feeling it, man. Where, where are you at with Keldon Johnson here? Well, this is more of a of a pop thing, like you said. And why are we playing? Why were we playing Sohan over Trey Jones all year? Great. And point. why are we why are we tanking so hard? And why aren't we trying to win games? And what what are we doing exactly? Like I can't really figure out what Pop is doing. I I don't know. I mean, is this the swan song? Like I don't care. I'm just gonna throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. I I don't know, but. Uh, and Kelvin Johnson is not my favorite fantasy player. Like he scores a lot of points. He doesn't, doesn't add a lot of goodies to the mix usually, but he's, he's a good fantasy player. Like he's a good mid round guy, good score for you to have on your team. And I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I would like to sit down and uh, hang out with pop for a minute and just try to find out what's going on in his head. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll move on here. Um, and I, I have more complaining to do here, Doc, and I want to bounce this off you here about Steph Curry. The Warriors are ruining Steph Curry. The the gravity that is pulling this team down right now because they absolutely suck. Let me check the standings here, Doc. Are, are they? I mean, they they do. They they. they it's not like uh, they're in it. And no, they suck. Okay. Uh, they have gone from dynasty to we suck. Um, seventeen and twenty. Um, uh, uh, let's see here. A game and a half behind tenth place, Houston. Utah is now a game up on Golden State. The only teams below Golden State are Memphis, who tragically just lost Jaw again, Portland, and San Antonio. And and look, uh, Golden State's only three games up on Memphis right now. Okay, and if Memphis played Golden State, um, with JJJ and with Bain and with Smart, I'd probably go with Memphis right now, Doc. Golden State is ruining Steph Curry. I believe Doc right now is a good time to buy low with Stephen Curry. He uh, uh, he plays better with Draymond Green. Draymond knows all of his nuances and intricacies in terms of coming off screens, how to give him the dribble handoff. They just know each other. They played together so long. Steph's value has not been this low since the early days, the pre-championship days when he had all the ankle injuries. Um, Steph Curry is, is you look at these numbers, Doc. Last night, 15 points, six assists, um, three threes in 25 minutes. Like, it's passable. That ain't the Steph Curry experience. Over the last two weeks, it's like eight games, 22 points, like six or seven below where it should be, three rebounds, whatever, six assists, kind of right where it should be. But we're at 1.4 steals and 3.4 threes and 37% shooting from the field from Steph Curry, who has defenses collapsing on him. And there's this like general buzzkill going on with this team, Doc. And you know that like there's just no life, there's no pop, there's no oomph. It's an empty bag. Somebody took a pin. Uh, Q Draymond Green took a pin and popped it. All the air came out of it, man. And he's getting dragged down by that. But I do look at Steph as a great buy low candidate right now, man, because his owners are probably like, ah, what do I do with this guy? Try to poach him right now, I believe. We're old guys. Uh, we used to watch the the Peanuts Christmas shows and Halloween, the, the Great Pumpkin and all that. Pigpen <laughs> used to walk around with a dark cloud like just hanging over his head. And she just was a dirty. Cloud, just a cloud of dirt. He's and that's dirty. sort of like it's sort of like the Warriors right now, man. Like Clay's pouting, Steve Kerr's pouting, Steph. What we have two games this week, this last ten days where Steph didn't hit a three pointer and he. That didn't happen in what five years? Something like that. that. Yeah. Like the, the vibe is bad in Golden State, and like you said, Curry's older now, and I, I feel like he needs help getting his shot. He can't create his own shot like he used to, um, and, and Draymond will help with that. So maybe Draymond coming back, and and Draymond's got a good attitude. Like you know, I've I've messed this team up enough. I've done enough stuff. To, to hurt my teammates, I'm just going to finally be a good soldier, do the right thing, help my team win. We'll see if he does it, but I, I'm, I agree with you. I mean, things can't really get any worse for Steph Curry. Mike, Mike. Sorry, try to package a deal, a two-for-one, a couple of solids to try to get a Steph. Uh, Dynasty League, I, I mean, good luck in a Dynasty League, but in a redraft, um, you know, there's not that anchor where, oh my God, I got Steph Curry. I'm not giving him up, right? Well, in a redraft, um, you may be able to come up with that right two-for-one combination and get Steph Curry Um, because Draymond Green's return is right around the corner. And look, there, there is this, this malaise that's over this team that, frankly, you know, in the win-loss column and, you know, are they going to make a, a big move here? No, they're not. Not even with Draymond Green. I'm just saying specifically and statistically with Steph and Curry, um, getting Draymond Green back is going to help. Um. Doc, let's talk about the Tyrese Halliburton injury, man. Our boy, Hallie, did the splits the other night in the Boston game and left. And that was, uh, you know, the game where it happened. And last night was the first game 
um, since the injury. And uh, I told Antonio Daniels on give and go, Indiana's going to hover around 500 uh, while Halley is out because you've got all these uh, terrific players. And and he was like, mm, I don't see it that way. So I was like last night, don't lose to the Wizards <laughs> at home. For the love of God, don't let because AD would have crushed me on Friday's show if that's so. Indiana won, not by much. Uh, and so here we go. But who is benefiting from the Tyrese Halliburton injury? Andrew well, Nebhard. No. Go ahead, Doc. What's up? No, no. I thought you were. I thought you were throwing it to me. You, you go ahead. You're, you're. Yeah, no, 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 no. Go, go. I was just gonna say Indiana was not exactly dominating everyone when Tyrese was healthy. I mean, they, they dominated. Win. They have won six out of seven, right? I mean, they, they, they were rolling. And, and they beat the Bucks twice, two of those. Uh, they dominated the Bucks all year. That series is already over. Uh, slam dunk for the Pacers. Tyrese Halberton was set to start in the All-Star game. He's the best point guard possibly in the league at this point. Uh, so it's a huge loss. I kind of see where AD is coming from. But the Pacers are built for this. Like TJ McConnell. Your boy Nemhard, Neesmith is going to get more run. Matherin, Benny Matherin has played really well for nine straight games now. And he's going to benefit from the loss of this too. And I, I think as long as TJ McConnell and Nemhard can, can handle the car and drive it around without crashing it, they're going to be okay. And the great news, you know, lost in all this is that Tyrese Halliburton may only miss three or four weeks of season. And this isn't a, a season ender because I know you and I both watched him do those splits and we're like, Oh goodness. No. And then 10 minutes later, John Morant's out for the year with shoulder surgery. It's like, boom, boom. I mean, we're just getting beat up. So I'm just glad that Tyrese Halberton is, is going to be back. And right around that same time, we got that. I don't know if it was a lightning bolt, but we got the, the negative news about Cade Cunningham as well. I was more worried about Cade. I'm invested in him in the Cam Dynasty. Uh, he was my first pick. And uh, and obviously, he's been rolling here. Um, and I was really worried that, you know, season ending, blah, blah, blah. And no, it's not. So we'll get to Cade um, in the Pistons in just a minute. Um, so it's funny you say my boy, Nebhard. Um, I like Nebhard, but actually, that's Rick Carlisle's boy, okay? <laughs> uh, he started last night um, and had two points, two rebounds, five assists, two steals, shot one of eight in 26 minutes. Rick Carlisle, I'm literally buddies with Rick Carlisle. I don't throw that around, okay? Uh, like, I, I love Rick Carlisle. I can text Rick Carlisle. Um, but what is Rick Carlisle doing? What are you doing? Homie, what are you doing, man? Um, Andrew Nebhardt over TJ McConnell? In what world? What are we doing here? Andrew Nebhardt isn't ready for this. He's a second-year player. Um, TJ McConnell, every time he gets minutes, the the stats are there and the eye test is there. He had a huge spinning layup late in that Boston win against Drew freaking Holiday, man. Drew Holiday. Come on, man. TJ last night in 22 minutes almost had a double-double. 14 points, eight assists, two steals, shot seven of 10, didn't make a three. Um, his uh, field goal percentage is ridiculous. It's like 55%. Super efficient, super grimy. Um, he does the Grand Theft Alvarado, right? He likes to come up behind you and get that steal. Um, I'm a big TJ, TJ McConnell guy. I mean, I'm a big fan. I think he's fantastic. Um, and so I think it's bullcrap that he's coming off the bench. Now, if you combine the two guys, all right, because they played exactly 48 minutes, you get uh, 16 points, four rebounds, 13 assists, four steals, and eight of 18 shooting. It's a pretty good stat line from two guys, right? Um, and so, like you said, they just got to hold it down without Hallie. And um, they go on the road here, Doc. I think it's a six-game road trip, man. Um, and so we'll get the real test here on if they can sink or swim without Halliburton. Um, and you mentioned Matherin, uh, 16 and 7 last night. Um, I actually uh, picked up Matherin as a streamer in one of my leagues before that Boston game. And then Halliburton went out in that game. And I was like, well, I ain't dropping him. I'm going to ride this out a little bit. Um, so that's what's up there, guys. I mean, T.J. McConnell's clearly a great pickup right now, but uh, it's not going to be as great of a pickup as he should be. He should be flirting with triple-doubles every night because um, he's that type of guy. Now, let's move to Cade Cunningham here, Doc. He is going to miss a period of time here with this knee strain, and thank God he didn't blow it completely um, to miss the season. 
Uh, let's start with Jade and Ivy. Jade and Ivy here, Doc, uh, in the last two games since Kate has been out, has uh, he, this is the best he's ever played in the NBA. He's gone 22, 5 and 6, two steals, two threes. Last night, 19, 3 and 5, two blocks, two steals, two threes. Ooh, the fantasy goal, Doc. And I think this is big time for Jade and Ivy because um, it's his backcourt right now with Cade Cunningham out. This will build equity with Monty Williams um, to keep playing him big minutes even after Cade returns because Monty obviously has messed. I've been complaining about it all year. We've complained about it here, um, how he has used Jade and Ivy. And so I think seeing him now without Cade and like, Oh, wow. And who knows? It's Monty Williams. Uh, he is literally doing the worst job of coaching in the entire NBA, even worse than Pop, even worse than Steve Kerr. So he's probably going to screw this up, Doc. But that's the theory, is that Ivy in this time without Cade is going to rock and roll and, and build some equity with Monty Williams. Are you are you buying what I'm selling here? Oh, I love it, dude. Um, I, I think Jaden Ivy, out of every injury we've talked about so far might be the biggest winner in all this because we sat first game back on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday or Monday. Uh, Ivy's minutes were up. He was in the starting lineup. Alec Burks played 20 minutes off the bench. Finally got him out of there. And Killian Hayes was terrible in that game, like one of four, three points. And it was all Ivy. And then last night we saw the same thing. It was all, it was all Ivy. And you and I have both been like, where is Jaden Ivey? Why are they not tanking and just letting Jaden Ivey do whatever he wants out there? Well, now they are. So um, huge for Ivey. Uh, hopefully, you know, I, I don't have a, a personal vendetta with Alec Burks or Killian Hayes, but I don't want to watch them when I turn on the Pistons. I want to watch Jaden Ivey. I want to watch the kids play. And, and that that's that. So I, I, I'm thrilled. I think he's a huge winner. And I picked him up in a league. He was sitting out there. Boom. Automatic. Yeah, automatic, man. Uh, and, and again, I, I think it's worth reiterating, Doc. Jaden Ivey is not some I don't know prospect. This guy was one of the top three it guys Elite. in college basketball. Elite. E Elite college player of the year candidate. Okay. This is not, again, this is not some reach of a prospect. This guy's a stud. Uh, in the pre drop process, watching him at Purdue, I got Wade vibes. I got Donovan Mitchell vibes. Okay. Rocked up guard, fast as hell, great first step, coming downhill on you again and again and again and again. And the rest of his game needed to flower. Right. Um, and so that's where I'm at with that. Now, Killian Hayes, Doc, in these two games has gone. Four points, four rebounds, seven assists, one steal. Um, no threes. Next game, that was last night. Four, four, and 12, but no fantasy gold. He has one steal in two games. That's it on the fantasy gold front. But, Doc, he has 19 assists in two games. That's not bad. It's the only thing he's providing right now. But I always say this. You can't find assists on waivers. You can go find Kavon Looney. Um, you can go find a three-point shooter, uh, I don't know, Duncan Robinson or a Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, Hardaway Jr. is on a team. You get my point. You can go Isaiah Joe, right? You can go get two and a half threes on waivers, okay? Um, but you can't go get seven to ten assists on waivers. Well, Doc, now you can't. Um, and Killian Hayes right here. So do you feel like Killian Hayes is an automatic pickup or not? Are you leaving him on waivers? I, you know, I, I mean – you're paying a lot to get those 19 assists. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing else there. That, that's that's two drink tickets and a bag. <laughs> I and a bag of BS. You know what? Is that what uh, you said? BS. I don't know, man. I, I yeah, a bag of a bag of stuff. Um, I just don't. I, I I I think those might be two of Killian's better games we see in the next month. I'm not. I mean, yeah, if your team is hard up for assists, you're desperate. So that's right now. a no. <laughs> so that's a no. You need dimes, you go get Killian Hayes. If otherwise, you just let it ride. All right. So that's a no, uh, fellas. Uh, hey. <laughs> hey, do, what you, do what you will with that. Go ahead, man. Did you know that Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick em contests? If you I haven't did. tried Underdog Fantasy yet. 
the new underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to Rotowire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free Rotowire subscription and deposit bonus. Thank you, Rick. Uh, it is Rick Kamla. It is Steve Alexander. We are the OGs. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Um, Doc, what do you think about uh, the, the Chia head I got here? What, what, do you, what do you think about the Chia head? Uh, around the holiday season, I, I, I was over it. And I just said, I just took the Clippers and just went, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Um, it was, so what, what, do, what do you think of the Chia head right here? I don't know. I just went kind of low maintenance with it, man. Oh, you got you the got, Chia head too. Did you, you just go, did you just clipper the whole thing off like a damn sheep in the backyard? Is that what you did there? Yep. I love it. Like a like a drunken buffoon in my bathroom. Just <laughs> hey honey, can you come here and clean up the back of my head? Oh yeah. man. Um, I'm pretty good at doing it all by myself. You know, you just do the whole thing, man. You get a little uh, little side mirror action. Anyway, uh random takes from your guys. We have those too. All right, Doc. Jalen Johnson is our new favorite player. He painted his Mona Lisa last night. He's had some big stat lines, some oh-my-God stat lines. Oh, and then last night happened. Uh, Hawks went in overtime. Um, phenomenal game. And uh, no Joel Embiid, no Clint Capella. Okay, and J- Jalen Johnson went 25-16. And se- this is a Wemby line. 25-16-7. and seven, Two blocks, one steal. Eight of 13, three of four from downtown, including the game winner. Bye-bye. We're out. Uh, six of six from the free throw line in 41 minutes. Dr. A, are you kidding me with that stat line right there? Dude, just like Mark Schwartz and everybody else, I love me some Jalen Johnson. And I could not be more excited about this. You and I were chatting before we came on the air. I was like, man, I just hope DeAndre Hunter doesn't come back and slow him down. You're like... What are you talking about? DeAndre Hunter is a blip on the radar at this point. Nobody even remembers he plays for the Hawks, but I'm like, he's, he's overrated. No. Yeah, you did not say that. Those words did not come out of your mouth. But that's basically the what you well, you just said overrated. So um, but yeah, I just I just hope that the Hawks make some trades and we get we don't end up with Sadiq Bay and DeAndre Hunter interfering with the development of Jalen Johnson. Like if Jalen Johnson played for pop, I'd be like, uh, we got to get these guys out of here because pop will, <laughs> pop will bring Jalen off the bench and <laughs> who knows what else. But uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like he is good to go, man. Um, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I want to make this point. I, I'm not worried at all about Deandre Hunter or Sadiq Bay. There was a report recently that the Hawks have two untouchables, uh, we're inside of a month to the trade deadline, guys. It's uh, February 8th, uh, about three and a half weeks out at this point. Um, there was a report that uh, Trey Young and Jalen Johnson are the only untouchables on this team. So Sadiq Bay could be traded. Uh, DeJounte Murray probably will be traded. And uh, and Jalen Johnson is a build-around, guys. Now a foundation pillar, uh, a franchise pillar for this team. Um, and I, I really like Sadiq Bay. I, I think Sadiq Bay is fantastic. I think Sadiq Bay should be the three. And Jalen Johnson should be the four, and uh, and De- the overhunt, the overhunted, the overrated DeAndre Hunter should be coming off the bench. I mean, the guy can't stay healthy, Doc. Anytime he gains traction, is going like fifteen, five, and three with one three and one steal. Those like totally blah stat lines, right? Like that's a DeAndre Hunter stat line. I've never been into DeAndre Hunter. Not a big fantasy gold guy. He's hurt all the time, and uh, and he's like a fourth option guy. So now nah, I, I it, it, and he is not in Jalen's way. Everybody out there, do not worry a bit about Jalen Johnson. He is cleared for takeoff and good to go. By the way, Doc, a quick collecting re- recommendation for the people. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a contributor for an NBA Top Shot. It is a uh, it's a collectibles um, entity. It's all online. It's very cool. It's very slick. It's like collecting uh, assets in outer space. It's super super cool. And, uh, and I've just gotten involved with this, and I've got millions of, like, the hard cardboard baseball and basketball cards, right? This is totally different, but it's still collecting. I picked up a Jalen Johnson asset, Doc, uh, for $17, okay? 
and you can buy them for $1, a million dollars. Like the price ranges are all over the place. And I bought a Jalen Johnson um, asset for $17. Doc, within one day, I had 39 offers on that Jalen Johnson asset. One day, okay? And they're all bad offers. I don't want to take any of them. I don't want to play this out. Um, but that's not the point. The point is he's hot, okay? And so if you're in the collecting world at all, whether it's cards, whether it's Top Shot, whatever, get into some Jalen Johnson, okay? He's got a rocket ship attached to his back. Um, and uh, and in the collecting world, that's going to be cool for you too. Um, Doc, is Nikola Jovic a thing? Well, the, the fact that you're talking about Top Shot in 20... What year is it now? Is it 2024? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we turn the calendar here. Yeah, like I, I did not know Top Shot was still was still happening. Top Shot is if if I told I you know I, I don't want to get into it, but if I told you the money um that the people that I taught, I mean it's it's the money that's being transacted and, and made from NBA Top Shot would blow your mind. It well, is we a used huge, to, huge we used deal. To, we used to write columns about it and and try to forecast it and review you know assets and and nfts and stuff so it's interesting i i thought that a lot of i thought that it had sort of died down but maybe i'm i'm just the uh the old man on my lawn in the lawn chair over here with no idea what's what's going on uh so just quickly i i can't tell you right now but i'll be able to tell you in a week or so they they got some stuff brewing here uh, with, with, with a great idea. And I, like I said, I've been kind of contributing with them a little bit. And so just hold the thought on that, but I, I've got, I've got some big news and they've got some big news coming up here in like a couple of weeks, uh, from uh -huh. NBA top shot. We'll tease, we'll tease there. It's I like it. Uh, is Nikola Jovic a thing? I Talk to me, doc. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like you said, uh, last night they played OKC. There was no, no Butler, no Lowry. No Caleb, no Jimmy Butler. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't that weird? That oh my God! Just, just, just keep going, keep going. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, so no Caleb Martin, no Kyle Lowry. Kyle, Kyle Lowry's like literally, literally like thirty-seven years old or something. Like, like who's closer to the grave, Chris Paul or Kyle Lowry? Right? <laughs> the or, basketball grave. I mean, the or basketball. Or me or you? I, I mean. But yeah, Jovic, I, I think he's sort of like uh, your boy, my boy, Sal Fontecchio. You know, if everybody's hurt. <laughs> no, uh, no, don't do my guy like that. I love Sal. He had a horrible game last night. What, do you have three points? He's been bad for a couple in a row, but I'm still. I blame Quinn Snyder. Dude, Quinn Snyder played Walker Kessel like 15 minutes last night. Quinn Snyder, my bad. Will Hardy. Will Hardy's rotation sucked off, but here's the thing, bro. They're winning. They're 12 and four in their last 16 games with this ass hat rotation he's got. The Jazz? You're tanking Jazz? Is that what you're talking about? 12 and four in their last 16 games, dude. They're over well, Golden State right now, which is. Insane. I hope all those people that traded Laurie Markinen for a box of donuts come out of this okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Yovich is a thing. <laughs> I don't I don't know if Jovic is a thing or not, but I mean if if Butler, Lowry, and Caleb are not playing, I'm I'm gonna start Jaime Jaquez and I'm probably gonna put Yo Jovic in a uh fan duel lineup. All right, so I, I do think Jovic is a thing, guys. Uh, I, I love the sarcasm from my boy, Dr. A. Uh Steve Alexander. I'm Rick Campbell. We are the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Pro podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I think he is a thing. Maybe only temporarily, Doc, but he is the thing. Last night, um, Jovic started, which is very important, 33 minutes, 15, 5, and 4, 1 and 1 in the blocks and steals, and 3 threes. 5 in the fantasy gold uh, situation. That's a nice game. Previous game. He didn't shoot well. He had 6 points, but he had 8 rebounds. He had 6 assists. He had 2 blocks. He had 2 steals. He had 1-3 in 21 minutes. Okay. That's, again, five in the fantasy gold in 21 minutes. And, Doc, let's look at this. He's averaging five assists a game over the last two games. Um, Miami is completely positionless right now. They don't have a center. They don't have a point mm -hmm. guard. They have five guys out there playing. Okay? Hakez is on the ball a lot. Jovic is, is like having the ball in the middle and making plays, kicking it to the weak side and all this kind of stuff. Um, Jovic can play, man. Heat culture, right? This is what they do. They develop these young guys. 
Uh, they're off the radar. You're like Nikola Jovic. She's just a dude on a roster. But the work that we don't see, pop, here it is. Now we're seeing it. Um, in the G League this year, uh, Jovic was 16-7-3. Uh, the bad news is from there, he uh, was not a fantasy gold guy in the G League. He was terribly inefficient with his shot. Um, and so I, it's almost a too much information thing, I guess. I am a comprehensive guy, but what really matters is what he's doing on the NBA hardwood. And through these two games, I've loved it. I've picked him up in the Cam Dynasty. He started for me last night and gave me a nice game. Um, and, uh, and, and look, again, I'm not going to go on some Jimmy Butler rant because it drives me crazy. But Jimmy Butler has a toe injury. Doc, we know how this goes, right? Uh, a heel injury is a buzzkill. Like Kyrie missed how long with that heel injury? What, a month? What, whatever it was, like they linger, they linger, they linger. Um, You got to stay off of it. You fall out of shape a little bit because you've got to stay off the foot. And then you got to ramp back up. It's a, it's a huge buzzkill. So Jimmy Butler with this toe injury, I think it's going to take um, a minute. And uh, Caleb Martin as well. Uh, you know, there's sort of no end in sight with the injuries for these guys. So as long as they're out, uh, Jovic is going to be good to go. So I think he is a thing, um, if only temporarily. Is Cam Whitmore a thing, Dr. A? Oh, oh, Cam Whitmore. I was already. So let me launch us into this. Um, he played 33 minutes last night, 16 5 uh, with the points and rebounds, two steals, two threes. Um, and Doc, over the last five, he has at least 10 points, at least one three, and at least one steal. And we have bad news on Tari Eason, our guy. Uh, don't drop him. Just move him to your injury spot. But he's going to miss a couple of weeks here, maybe longer. And they're not telling us what his injury is. All it is is lower leg, which is totally annoying. Um, but uh, I, I think he is a thing, Doc. Have I sold you enough on Cam Whitmore to get you to get that, uh, that finger tapping uh, on the waiver wire for Cam Whitmore? Well, this Tari Eason thing is a total buzzkill. He, I mean, he had three good games in a row. The rest of the time, he's been hurt all year. I, I mean, I don't even know if if I need to be holding him in an IL spot. If you've got IL injuries piling up and you need to clear some space, I mean, I don't know that Tari Eason necessarily needs to be held any longer. And that brings us to Cam Whitmore, um, who – is going to play for Houston because they don't have anybody else. Like, why are the Thompson twins both being shunned so badly on both of their teams? Like, that's the most, that's one of the most annoying things to happen uh, this entire season, in my opinion. I thought both of them were going to play for crappy teams, get a ton of minutes, be fantasy goodness, and, and neither one of them are doing anything. Like, they're neither one of their coaches seem to trust them or wants to give them the keys to anything. Like, a golf cart, let alone a car. So Cam Whitmore is, um, I mean, you went over the numbers, 16 points last night in 33 minutes. That's about all I need to see. If your league is deep at all, that's, that's oh, I better go grab this guy and see what happens territory. Um, I'm glad you brought up the Thompson twins. Uh, I'll try to make this answer as <clears throat> short as I can. Uh, the problem with the Thompson twins uh Doc, is that you've got, um, they're both on winning teams or teams that want to win. And I know what you're saying right now. Wait, dude's on Detroit. We talked about this. Monty Williams has a win now perspective with a win tomorrow team. That's why Osar Thompson is not playing because Monty Williams wants to win every game. It's not about development. It's about winning. And of course they lose every game. So it's, it's like insanity, right? It's complete insanity. You should be developing. And if we win, we win. No, they're going into it. We have to win. And then, oh, oh, yeah, we have to develop a little bit, too. It's completely turned inside out. And it comes from the owner of the team, Tom Gores. He hired Monty Williams. You can't rewire Monty Williams. you got to hire a coach that understands the assignment. And Monty does not. Down in, in Houston, obviously, they're a good team. They lost in overtime last night to Chicago. They're flirting with 500. They're above the playing tournament line. This is no longer the Jalen Green show, right? He's at best a third option on this team right now behind Shen Goon and Van Vliet. Um, but you've got Doc uh, Ime Udoka, and rightly so, has a win-now mindset. And he does have a win-now team. He's got a playing tournament win-now team, not anything bigger than that. But that's what's in the Thompson Twins' way. If, if Houston did not care about the win-loss column, Amen would be playing more. If Detroit 
had their heads screwed on straight, <laughs> they would be playing Osar at least 24 minutes a game. But that's why they're not playing. Um, and so I don't, I, I don't think it's going to work out for either guy this year at all. So in a redraft league, go ahead and send them to waivers, man. I just don't see, especially Doc Wittari, Eason, Hurt. And Ahmed Thompson isn't popping even with Eason out. Whitmore is popping, right? So that's an indication, guys, that in redrafts, we got to pull the plug on these guys. In Dynasty, for the love of God, do not drop these guys. But in redraft, go ahead and cut them loose. Uh, also, while we're talking about Miami and Houston, they both have four games next week three games a week after that, and then four games the week after that. So it's it's a nice time to be picking these picking these guys up. Good call. Good call, Dr. A. All right, let's go to the streets here, Doc. Let's go to the streets and talk to our uh, great people out here. Pardon me, I got a little indigestion. Uh, Paul Yasung Um uh, says, and let me pop his uh, ditty up here. Uh, should I trade Tyus Jones and Jaron Jackson Jr. for Cunningham? And Balanchunas, uh, yes, yes, I would do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I would do that. I, I would do that um, it, for a couple of reasons. Uh, Cunningham's going to come back and I think be fantastic, and they have not shut him down yet, Doc, at the end of season. Obviously, last year he was hurt, but the year before when they sucked, they didn't shut him down. And so it's not a ton to go on, but it's something to go on here. So I don't think Cunningham is going to get shut down in early March. Jaron Jackson Jr., though, might. They, they might, Memphis might get to that point. They're like, all right, let's just let go of the rope here um, and shut down our, our, our better guys. We've talked about the Tyus Jones shutdown coming um, with Kuzma and with all the guys there in Washington all year long. But, uh, but Doc, the Tyus Jones thing, he might be traded. Um, he's on an expiring deal here. It might be traded in advance of the deadline. But just right now, as I see this, I would take Cunningham. I would take Balanchunas for Tyus Jones and Jaron Jackson Jr. It makes me nervous uh, with Cade being hurt and Tyus has been playing. You know, Tyus Jones was terrible for the first 10 days of the season. And then ever since then, he's kind of been balling, like quietly playing really well. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., I mean, that's the big one. Like, does Memphis shut Bain and Jaron down and just wait for next year at this point? Or... No, I mean, obviously, it, it it would be two months out, right? Like, you would still get Bane and JJJ for two months, but I, I don't see them finishing the year, Doc. I don't. Yeah, so, uh, and, you know, I if Cunningham wasn't hurt, I would say this is a slam dunk, do it. But I, I don't, it, it looks pretty close to me. It looks like a probably a fair trade, if anything else. So, um, yeah, I, I'm okay with doing it. You you would click accept on this trade. Uh to to get Cade. Yeah, I probably would. All right. All right. I, I would as well. Like I, I would have pause in my brain, like you said. This is not a slam dunk. Oh my God, I gotta pounce on my mouse to click it and, and bring that trade uh to me. But yeah, I would do it. I would do it. You wanna uh you you want me to find the uh, comments here or you wanna do it? All right, I'll uh all right, I'll, I'll do it. All right, go Let's ahead. Do this. Let's do this one right here. Uh, Ian wants to know, is Xavier Tillman a pickup in nine cat? And I will say if Santi Aldama is not playing and who was out the other night that, uh, allowed him to get in there and go off. Uh, was it, was it triple J? Uh, it was actually, yeah. I, they, they, they blew out the mask. Oh, yeah. He was Dallas, a late scratch. He was uh, a late without, scratch. without trip. Um, and, uh, and job ja, course that was weird. Uh, Dallas, by the way, how funky is Dallas right now? But yeah, uh, go ahead, Doc. But yeah, that was uh, trip was out of that game. I'm only messing with Xavier Tillman if I know uh, Aldama and and uh, Triple J are not going to play. Otherwise, he's just he he can't get he can't he can't get around the fact that Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be there eating up all his goodies. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, uh, Tillman was really good the other night, fourteen and eleven, a couple of blocks. Uh, shot six of nine, played 28 minutes. The guy's capable. But the problem with Tillman, Doc, is remember he was uh, getting big minutes at the beginning of the year and then either got hurt or started playing like crap and fell out of the rotation and kind of into the doghouse. And now he's trying to get out of it. So uh, I, I would leave him on waivers. But uh, Ian Solis, we appreciate that. Um, all right, pull this, up another one here, Doc. This was pretty good. Uh, Admiral Nita wants to know, is Draymond Green a buy low or a sell high in 12-team cat? Uh, redemption to her stat bump or back to a triple single with low stocks. 
You want me to go for it? it, it I mean, he said it. That's a great question. And, and Admiral literally answered his own question <laughs> inside of the question. So that's good. That's good writing right there, Admiral. Uh, you demand. Um, I'm out on Draymond Green, Doc. I am out. Okay. I hope he can get his life together and get the anger management stuff figured out because uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a conscientious, like, like caring human being. I mean, I want him to be okay. Uh, but um, he's ruined the Warriors and, and he's just not good anymore. He's older and he, it, now he's going to come back out of shape and his wind and conditioning are going to be an issue. Doc, what I don't understand is he's off suspension, but still not playing. How did we not ramp him up while he was still on suspension to get him ready to play? That makes no sense to me. None. He 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 started practicing and started the ramp up after he was reinstated, but the league told him he could practice and play with the team and stay in shape, but he didn't. What the f, man? It makes no Dad. sense to me. And Dad you're losing is. every game. You would think you would want to hurry back. I just, it, I, no, I'm out on the whole thing. Draymond Green, leave him on waivers. I'm out. I am out on Draymond Green as well. Is Nick Richards, this is Aditha, he's here every week. Good to see you again. It's, is Nick Richards still old, or should I drop him to stream Luke Kennard or Norm Powell? I'm hurting as Halberton, Portal, Pirtle, and Eason are all on my aisle. Uh, th this one's hard because uh, Mark Williams is uh, ramping up and on his way back, but he's not ready yet. Um, but based on the fact that Mark Williams is turning the corner back towards playing, I, I would say you can send Nick, Nick Richards back to waivers and get into the streaming process if you want. That, that'd be my advice there. I think if I was if I if I had that roster, I would keep Richards until we see Mark Williams play. I would dump Eason. Uh, and, and if you need, if you need spots on your IL, although he's got another, he's got an open IL, so I guess he doesn't need to dump Eason, but, um, Luke Kennard, I mean, I don't know if he really moves the needle for me too much. Uh, Norm Powell, eh, I, I think <laughs> for me, Richards is going to get you close to 10 boards and a, and a block every time he plays, as long as Mark Williams is hurt. So I would at least ride Richards until the wheels completely come off, which is probably going to be like next Tuesday. All right, I I, I can co-sign that. I'm I can, I can I mean I'm not crazy about Kennard or Norman Powell either. Um, I do think Kennard has a little bit of upside here now that Ja went back out. Uh, Marcus Smart injured his finger, and hopefully he can come back soon. But uh, I I do have my eye on Kennard a little bit. But go ahead. Uh, here let's do another question. Uh, Zip Z1P thoughts on Cam Johnson, Trey Jones, and Malik Monk. 10 teams, Roto, it is a punt points team. A lot going on here, Rick. I don't know uh, what that means. I don't even know. Oh, he's punting points. He's going for rebounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How real are Monk's stats and minutes at the minute? Uh, points don't matter for my team. So Malik Monk is like dimes, dude. He's like seven, six or seven every single night. The points are also there. He's also hitting threes. Not a big stealer of the ball but uh i don't know i i'm a i'm a malik monk fan this year I, i've been a malik monk fan since he had 47 in a game at kentucky that i watched back when he was balling with De'Aaron fox uh it was a big game i can't remember who they were playing but it was like a duke or ucla or a high profile game and malik monk just went ah he went hulk smash i was like who is because i tuned in to watch De'Aaron fox remember he was the buzz guy and I'm like, who's this other guy, Malik Monk? And now it's pretty cool. They're both playing together in sack. Um, Malik Monk is ready to go. He's been great all year. I shouldn't say great. Great is like Giannis. Um, Malik's been solid all year. But now with this Kevin Herter thing, Doc, um, Kevin Herter might be traded. Kevin Herter, in my opinion, in uh, in a dynasty league, I'd, I'd hold him. Um, but in a redraft league, I would send him back to waivers. Uh, and Malik Monk last night, uh, Herter got back into the starting lineup. But last night against Charlotte, turned his left ankle in the first minute of the game and did not return. And Malik Monk went 24-4. and four. So Malik Monk is totally good to go here. This sack thing is crazy, Doc. You go from light the beam, almost 50 wins. You know, you lose game seven to Golden State because Step has 50. Uh, uh, Fox won the clutch award. Monty McNair won the exec of the year. Uh, Mike Brown, unanimous coach of the year. 
all of this phenomenal stuff. And three key guys, okay, let me get the numbers out there. Three key guys, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, pardon me, uh, Davion Mitchell, Kevin Herter, and Harrison Barnes are all, bloop, they suck. And they're all in trade rumors all year long, okay? How did we get from all of that? And you know that all three of these guys have been in trade rumors. Since about the first month of the season, it started very, very, very early. Um, I just don't understand. Like, Davion's a stud. We call him off night, right? Doesn't he put a blanket on the opposing point guard? Uh, Kevin Herter, a driller from three. Um, terrific look on the back of the basketball card. Harrison Barnes has gone from 15 points last year to 11 this year. What the F is going on with these guys, man? Well, Harry Barnes is old. He's done. Not that old. I don't know what Davion Mitchell's problem is, man. I got him in a dynasty. Like I might, I might have him in the Cam dynasty. And I thought he was going to be a good dynasty type of guy that you get. You know, it's it's a deep, super deep league. I'm like, yeah, all right, what could go wrong? I mean, I get off night, and he's terrible. I, I don't know. And hurt Herter just disappeared this year. And finally, there, you know, that tweet came out the other day. Oh, he's he's wearing a black jersey. He's going to start. He's back in the starting lineup, baby. Here we go. And I was like, ooh, here we go. And hurt in the first minute. Like, they're all, that's just a big, that's a that's a bag of stuff, man, with no drink tickets. There are no drink t- tickets in that bag, Rick. <laughs> Harrison Barnes is 31 years old, Doc. Yeah. He, he's no. 31 years old. This guy is not washed. This he's is fine. about roll. He's done. All right, all right. A little disagreement right there. Uh, what's this one right here? When you Reedy says Vince Williams, long-term 14-team cat, or Xavier Tillman. Dude, I'm kind of fired up about Vince Williams. Well, I, I, tell me more. Let me let me look into Vince Williams' stats right here. I've seen a couple of, like, decent games. I know he went back to the, to the bench here. Let me uh, – let me let me look up Vince. Very Williams active on the court. He's very involved in everything. He's getting a ton of minutes. This is a no. This is a no. I like Vince. This is a no. No, I'm all about. I that. knew it was a no, and I just checked, and I knew it was a no. This is a no. He's got uh, he's got. Let's see here. Six stocks in the last five games. That's not doing anything for me. Uh, one double digit point game. Uh, the three balls looking pretty good here. Uh, the rebounds are decent. Uh, uh, I'm not John, into it. John's not only into been it. out. John's only been gone two games. Give me Nikolajovich. Go get Nikolajovich. Go get Cam Whitmore. Don't mess around. Go get those guys. Don't mess around with Vince Williams. Right, okay, of those three guys, who are you getting? Vince Williams, Nikolajovich, or uh, Cam Whitmore? Uh, well, I've got Vince everywhere, so I'm going to go Vince. You're going to oh. go Nikola. You're going to go Nikola. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Jovich guy right now. I'm digging that thing. He's Jimmy Butler's boy too. He, he's vetted with Jimmy Butler, and I, I think that I think that matters for something. Are we doing questions? Are we doing questions till the end? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the thought here. Okay, uh, because we take care of the people, Doc. These are our <laughs> homies, man. We got to hook them up. Take care of the people. The people. Paul, you sung um says I have lively Eason and Halliburton all injured. Who should I drop? Lively or Eason for a streamer? I mean, you've been saying it the whole show. You would drop Eason, right? Yeah. I would, too. And I'm a Tari Eason guy, but Derek Lively, uh, I don't think his injury is as long-term. Yeah. And he's, a, and he's a starter, right? He starts for Dallas. Eason comes off the bench for Houston. So I would I would uh, reluctantly but but effectively uh, move Eason off. I would. Um, What about this one? Should I package TJ McConnell? This is from David Maglisane. Should I package TJ McConnell and Trey Jones in a two-for-one for a starting point guard that has value rest of season like Jordan Clarkson? Hmm. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that is a good question. Um, I'm not a Trey Jones guy. Trey Jones sucks from the three line, and that's uh, that's a deal breaker for me. Um, TJ is getting uh, blocked, uh, bleep blocked uh, by uh, uh, Andrew Nebhard and his coach, Rick Carlisle. By the way, have you seen the movie uh, Bleep Blockers? Have you seen that movie? I have not. No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. You haven't seen Bleep Blockers with John Cena? You haven't seen that movie? No. Dude, 
it's literally in probably my top 10 funniest movies of all time. You have to watch this movie. It's mandatory. Like it's an assignment. You have to watch it tonight. You think you'll watch it right when we're done. You're going to absolutely love, I'm psyched you haven't seen this movie, dude. Uh, Charity just put it on the other night. We had already seen it. We were howling, dude. Howling. There's like 15 belly laughs in this movie, man. Where do I where do I write it down? Wait, wait, I'm, dude, wait until you get to the beer bong scene with John Cena. Okay. Wait, a, it's 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 Frank the Tank on acid. Okay. Uh so uh you, you gotta I, watch uh bleep I, blockers. There's another I'll word probably, in front of it that I don't want to say here on the air here, but you gotta probably, watch that movie. I'll probably sit down to watch it and be like, Oh yeah, I've seen this. You, you, yeah, you might, you might, but oh my god, that movie's hilarious, absolutely uh, hilarious. Uh, are you? Well, I'm, uh, I'm stalling here. I'm stalling here. Hey, I've got a TJ McConnell comment. A lot of times, Rick, when when uh, guys are brought off the bench, coaches will say, well, "It doesn't matter if they're if they're getting minutes. It doesn't matter if they're coming off the bench or starting or finishing games. It, it matters who's finishing. Matters who's getting the minutes. Most of the time, I call BS on that. Like I want my guys starting." Uh, if they're on my fantasy roster with TJ McConnell, though, I really don't care that much. As long as he's going to get the minutes, as long as he's, he's going to have the the opportunity to put up the numbers that he's putting up since Halliburton got hurt, I'm not worried about it. it do I wish he was starting? Yes. Does it bother me that he's not? Not really. All right. So let me uh, let me add my two cents here. I don't know that Jordan Clarkson has rest of season value. He's rolling right now. Had a huge game last night in the win over Denver. And he's had a lot of these huge games. And he's had a ton of big shots for Utah. But, you know, and and so here we go to the reality, which feeds the fantasy. Is Utah believing in the 12-4, and 16-game stretch that they're on right now? Do they believe? Will they pivot from sellers to buyers at the deadline? Hell, you don't even have to buy. Just play your guys. Um, I uh, This is a conversation that me and Antonio Daniels are going to have tomorrow on NBA Radio. Um, and I'm going to ask the question, will we be mad if the Utah Jazz tank again this year? I've already got it cooked up. And I will be. Doc, they've got players. They do. John Collins, Markinen, Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, your boy Fontecchio. I could go on. I mean, I don't want to go through the whole roster. They have guys. They are not a a a. a barren wasteland of no talent. They're not. They do have talent uh, up in Utah. I would play this out because Doc, look, you're still gonna you're still gonna be hovering around the lottery anyway. Um, you might not make the play in tournament. You may be in 11th or 12th place. Okay, so that means you're gonna have a top 10 pick. But why wouldn't you go for it and develop and get these guys in some big games late in the year? And if that's the case, Jordan Clarkson's gonna be good to go. But I don't know. They might shut him down again. They may do the tank thing again. So. I would, if he brought up another rest of season value guy, Doc, um, we could have a different conversation, but I would not trade Trey Jones and TJ McConnell. Um, I think Halliburton's going to miss a month. So we're going to get a month of goodies from TJ McConnell um, and decent stuff from Trey Jones. Uh, I don't know. It's it's close, Doc, but I would two for one those guys for somebody else that I knew was going to finish the season, not Jordan Clarkson. I want a name. I want a name coming back. I don't want Jordan Clarkson. I want like a, a bona fide stud that I know is going to be there all year. I, I mean, does Drew Holiday get it done? I don't know if his numbers no. are big enough. They're not. No, he's just, it's too crowded. There's too many yeah. mouths to feed, right? He's yeah. a terrific player. Does but Derek White get it done? Do that for Derek White. Uh, nah, I mean, Nah, he's in the same, you know, Derek White had nine points last night, right? It, you you had Tatum and Brown gobbling it all up. They had 80 combined and nah, uh-uh. I, I mean, I like, I like, I mean, in reality, Derek White and Drew Holiday, my God, these are who are you in championships with, but nah, uh-uh, not in fantasy. All right, dude, we're at 56 minutes. I think that's, that's when they, uh, it's when our carriage turns into a pumpkin, uh, yeah, we, you know, we don't want the glass slipper uh, turning into a one-year-old basketball shoes. We, we don't want that happening here, man. And we've, we, we've served and fed the people. So I think we've uh, done some good work here. Any last thing you want to get off your head or chest or uh, or other areas of your body before we get out, out of here? No, I feel pretty good. Uh, I'll be back next week with you on Thursday. Tuesday, I'll have my girl, Yuri, uh, joining me on my Tuesday podcast. 
pretty fired up about it. Where, what, what? You never hype your uh, your show. You're on Sirius NBA yeah, Radio. Uh, NBA Radio. Uh, Channel eighty six. Um, Monday through Friday. Uh, uh, you know, every day. I mean, it's Monday through Friday, man. It's a regular gig, but yeah, Monday through Friday, one to four p.m. Eastern time. It's me. It's Antonio Daniels. Um, it's give and go, and we we talk basketball, obviously, and, and have a great time. So, uh, Channel eighty six uh, on Sirius XM. If you guys want to pop us up, so. For Dr. Ray, for all of us at RotoWire, I'm Rick Campbell. We appreciate you guys uh, watching and, and telling everybody about this. That'd be great. And obviously, your comments in the interaction, man. You mean a lot to us. And we will see you next Thursday right here on the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Click and subscribe.